NCAA for both men and women just completed. We can start there, guys. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. Who saw that coming? I know I didn't know. A week ago, we were talking about this the semifinals of the Final Four. And I was looking for Duke to do their thing, Mike Krzyzewski and Carolina. And I, we didn't even look at the other game. Will the other game matter? Look at what happened now. So, Mike Krzyzewski, I do have to say this. Bon voyage. Thank you, sir, for entertaining us for, what, 40, almost 40 years? So at Duke, and I just, whoever is your successor there at Duke, may they, I wish them well. But Carolina, guys, took them out the picture in the Final Four, only to go to the final game and lose against Kansas. So these two, I don't have a whole lot to, on that, on that bone, amen, all, all, a lot of meat on that bone. Talk to me, guys. Talk to me. So, yeah, back up. So, of course, having a Duke versus Carolina game yeah. and that being the finale for Suseski, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't wrote that script any better. So if you're a Carolina fan, oh, you want to send him off with a loss. You want his last game in the NCAA to be a loss. Uh, again, a story rival, and they did that. I mean, they knocked him upside the head and said, bon voyage. The question is, was that momentum enough for them to take it to that final game against Kansas, who also came off of a pretty slacking while they, what they gave to uh, Villanova? And, uh, hey, first half looked great. Yeah, but they, they are a legit number one seed. Yeah, they were a legit number one seed, guys. And I'm going to tell you something else. I love Carolina. I mean, I grew up bleeding blue. But I will tell you, it comes down to experience, it comes down to coaching, and it comes down to discipline. As a fan, I was irate at the way that game ended, and I'm going to tell you why. Talk Do I have time to tell you all Talk why? to me. Listen, you have a 15-point lead at halftime. Nobody out there on the Carolina team is a Michael Jordan reincarnate. <laughs> I have problems with a gunslinger who ain't shooting straight. Because gunslingers that ain't shooting straight, they hit people with straight bullets. Okay. And what he was doing, this love, I love him. I do love him. But you're not going to be the hero every game. Not only are you not going to be the hero every game, listen, 
listen, listen. Every dog has his day. But every gunslinger knows when to keep his gun in his holster. And you know what, my friend? You should have kept your gun in your holster. And y'all should have played to the big man down low, let the big man pound and ground it out. And guess what? Outcome would have been different. Again, as my brother said, congratulations to Mike Krzyzewski, 47 years of coaching. Um, I, I just think it's a tremendous tribute, not only to college basketball, but a man who was a true gentleman and a true statement for the game. And congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. Bill Self is one of my favorite coaches. I love watching Kansas, but I knew the first half Kansas wasn't the Kansas that I've normally seen on Saturday afternoons. Those guys can really pile it on. They can they can shoot it up, and they showed up second half. Congratulations to the Kansas Jayhawks. And as a fan, it was a great game. But as a fan, I'm also upset at the fact of the way that the game ended because if your boys, Hubert Davis, listen, you're rookie. You're rookie. And no, you're not going to come in. You've already you, – you beat the, the – the top coach in the game. But listen, man, you don't get to the mountaintop on the first climb. I was wondering if you was going to attack Hubert because initially it was love that you were going after. And love is just, he's hes a shooter. He's a shooting guard. What's a shooting guard going to do? He's going to shoot the ball. I got to say philosophical differences or philosophically your boy uh, Hubert Davis needed to slow the game down or change the, their game. You're up by 15, 16 yes. points. Yes, slow. Yes, take the air out of the ball. That's what they call it. So I was, I was in the air when the game was on. I saw the halftime score. I was like, I'm turning this off. I turned it off. I didn't even see the final score until the next oh, morning. Oh man, it was brutal. Yeah. It was really brutal, wasn't it? It was brutal. I mean, three point miss. You sixteen up. Miss shot one. Three point miss. Shot two. Listen, you missing threes. They're making twos. Guess what? They're subtracting from that lead. Mm -hmm. And you know what? By the time we get down eight shots missed and it's tied up, I said, uh-oh, it's a new ball game. And then those guys really came out of their shell, the Jayhawks. Mm -hmm. And I have to I have to credit Bill Self for maintaining this game. Listen, it wasn't his first rodeo, guys. Right. It wasn't his first rodeo. He said, hey, let the thoroughbred run. He forgot it was a two-mile race, not a mile and a half. <laughs> And Don Staley, man, what you did on the women's side, we may not be done with the men, but the women's side, congratulations to you down there in South Carolina. We got to give you much props. This is your second championship, so you go, girl. Continue to do the damn thing. Go ahead. Nice, nice. And congratulations to you guys down there, Gamecocks. Yeah, and you know what's beautiful about it? You know what's beautiful about it? South Carolina is paying her, bro. Okay. She's getting paid, really? man. Really? Talk to me. She's a million dollar woman. Okay. Wow. Hey, okay. Ain't nothing wrong with a million dollar woman. No, it ain't. I mean, well, she had a great career in the, in the WNBA. So she part did. of that, and now you're successful as a as a coach in college. And Olympian. Yes. Man, yeah. look, yeah. she's getting paid. She deserves it. And what she has done for female coaches in the NCAA. Well, I just want awesome. her to beat UConn and Ariyama up there because I'm not an Ariyama fan. UConn, a story franchise, especially in the women's program, men's program as well. But the women's program, really, 
They don't seem to lose when it comes to the big stage. Well, they lost this time. They sure did because you know what? They ran into a Don Staley coach. Yes, they did. Yes, sir. They better ask somebody. Better ask somebody. They better ask somebody. And she said, I'm here. I mean, you know, if you lost Pat Summit, he's always looking for that female head coach yes. in NCAA. And of course, you know, I love Adia Barn. That's that's my girl. You know, high school, high school, my classmate. Yeah. Yeah. But however, Don Staley is bringing with it. Yes, so to see that again, having a black woman yes you're talking about the age of the black woman handling her business and she goes up against again we talk about a thoroughbred we're talking about an elite team gino puts out pros yes gino goes to the championship gino is the aka shashesky of female of women's basketball so for don to go up in there coach her team up mass enthusiasm and deliver yes man Hey, you know what that's like? Man, you know what that's like? You know what that's like, Dr. T? Talk to him. You know what that's like? You remember Cigar? Yeah. The Thoroughbred? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> what they did, they started out, you kind of started out a Thoroughbred. Yeah. Ended up running like a class there. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you know one of my Too favorite heavy in the hips, bro. <laughs> <laughs> started off like a quarter horse. It's <laughs> like a mule. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Tiger Woods. Mm. Tiger doggone damn Woods. Look at you, boy. Man. I mean, we've talked about medicine before. We talked about rehab. We talked about orthopedic surgeons who have saved his life, saved his leg. And now the masters are coming up, gentlemen. Wow. And Tiger, as of yesterday, says, as of yesterday, he's competing and he plays to win. He's planning to win. So I got a chance to look at him. I'm listening to him. I'm a Tiger Woods fan. And you, Tiger, you don't have to win another championship. But to see you go out there because of the love of the game inspires me. But I'm also inspired by your rehabilitation. 14 months ago, we're talking about a car accident that could have taken you out or took your leg, both. But you're here now on the highest of stages, guys. And Grant, I see a slight limp, Tiger. And they say this course is a very tough course to walk on. I just want you to get through it. You don't have to win for me. I know you want to win for yourself, but you don't have to win for me. Go ahead, boy, and show them what that internal drive, that internal strength that some people just are not born with and you can't manufacture that you have. Show them what it's all about. Put it all together. I'm praying for you this weekend, brother. Do the damn thing. I mean, if you look at watch the tape 14 months ago on this show it was we have a lot of high energy you all know that <laughs> but if you watch that show 
14 months ago, the day or the day after that accident, we aired. You can see the somberness yes. because we all did not know. This the year earlier, we're dealing with the surprise uh, uh, death of Kobe Bryant. And here it is, 13 months later, a car crash for Tiger Woods. And as we stated, we sat here on the show saying, wow, what can happen? We had medical reports. We talked about the success rate of him saving his leg. How about saving his life? Hearing all the details, seeing the vehicle. And so here we are. 15 months later, when he thought he would never play another round of golf, we all said that he would not play another round of golf. So it's either a miracle of medicine or a miracle of mental fortitude. Yes. And so, again, it's a success just for him to be on that course. Win, lose, it does not matter. But it's a watch someone tackle the mental demons of an injury that could have took your life, took your yes. leg, took your, your livelihood, and stand on that course and say, I'm here. I mean, hey, he's already won in my book. So just looking at the Tiger Woods story, yes, the last 20 years, dude's been through some stuff. Yes. Is professionally successful. If things happen in his personal life and professionally, he had some some divots, some ruts, some sand traps, and he came out of that. And so again, this is just an awesome story. It's still being written. So keep on, brother. Keep on. Well said. Tiger Woods is the epitome of tenacity. Mm -hmm. This guy, as a fan, look, how could you not be a fan of Tiger Woods? This guy strives through and he is fueled by adversity. Hmm. He hits a shot. For anybody else, it goes out of bounds. And for anybody else, they lose their composure. Under trees, I have seen Tiger. Yes. Take a club, and I don't know how you do it. Yes. He hits the ball. The ball goes around the tree. Yes. Ends up right in front of the hole yes. and didn't even lose a stroke. Right. Sheer genius. The guy is a super talent. Yes. And look at how enthusiastic golf fans are around the world. They can't wait to see Tiger tee off. Here's the question, though, brothers. Love him, love him, love him. Bar none, the best I've ever seen. I've seen them all since the 1950s. But he's the best I've ever seen. But watch this. Question is, does he lose credibility if he doesn't finish? Or does he gain respectability because he attempted to go out there and do 18? I'll take that for, for three days in a row. He won't lose either way. Um, He's been out there practicing. He's trying to see how his body recovers after doing a, a few short practice rounds. And so as of right now, all systems go. If you're an airplane pilot, if you're an astronaut, you're doing a systems check. Check, 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 check. And all systems are go. So he's teeing off tomorrow morning at, in the Masters about 10 o'clock. I'll be tuned in. I am not a golf fan. I am a Tiger Woods fan. I will learn a little bit about golf. I will learn a little bit about these comp the competition because the word is on the street, years ago, he would scare most of the competition. Well, they're not as intimidating right now, especially a guy on one leg and a bad back. So I'm excited now to see how he fares and how he finishes. But it won't be the competition. It'll be how does your body hold up to the rigors? But I think he, unlike any other athlete, 
he has something. He has that it factor about him. Yes. And it's that something that's inside of him that's not going to allow him to play lousy. Even if he plays lousy, he plays lousy well. <laughs> the back and that leg will tell him what how far he can go. It won't be up here, okay? Because that's already he's already mastered the mental challenges, and he knows the course. He knows the course very well. It's what does what will his body be able to withstand? And we got some bad weather coming in, and most of us with the bariatric uh, pressure coming in and our wetness. Old joints just don't like it, and then it's going to be sloshing around on some, hopefully not in the sand tracks, to your point earlier, but wet ground. So we're going to see. We're going to see. Tiger, good luck this weekend, sir. Yeah, I think uh, to answer your question, respectability. Again, I start, you start looking at NFL players, NBA players, baseball players who had those catastrophic, catastrophic injuries. Alex Smith, a few years ago, had that Whoa. catastrophic injury. Whoa. It was about respectability. He he had to endure so much. And then the mental part when he got back on the field and took that first sack. That's all he needed. And he retired shortly thereafter. So to me, Tiger being able to get on the course is the win. Uh, that's respectability. Mm-hmm. I, I think he should get that standing ovation. Everyone will, will respect for what he's been able to do. And that gives him his credibility right there. So his respectability is showing up, which will give him the credibility, win, lose, or draw, stay for three days or not. Again, he's an older gentleman now. Uh, the body, I mean, there, there'll be healthy people who haven't had an accident in a year and a half that may not be able to finish because it's still a grueling course. Right. But he goes into immortality if he wins the Masters. He, there will be a statue he's of already the there. Tiger he's already on, there. The, on the 18th hole. I'm going to tell you this. Around, as you come around that Corner. He doesn't need the masters. The masters need him. <laughs> Every golfer out there should be saluting him and giving him an ovation because he made money for everybody out there. Who paid attention to the golf game before Tiger Woods? I did not. And most people of my color did not care about the golf game. But everybody is happy about Tiger Woods showing up to the masters this week, 14 months after the game. Immortality, bro, sealed. Yeah. Already sealed, and he, and he doesn't have to catch Jack. He's already rated as one of the best ever because Jack didn't have this kind of competition. He didn't have this field that he was going against. So that's an argument for another day. But modern day, we got the internet, we got worldwide web, we got media coverage. Tiger's already got immortality. Could the average golfer come back from what Tiger has come back? From a medical standpoint, the average, there has to be some, he's somewhat of an anomaly to overcome the mental, the physical, and all of the the the, the nuances that go with, you know, recovering from major injuries and setbacks. That question I can't answer, but I will talk about it. He talked about Alex Smith. What makes these pro players drive to That's get it. out of the... Out of, out of the tub. That's what I'm asking. To get on the field. What is that? I don't know. But we will know that there's a few of them and more of us. Because I don't know if I can do it. You know? What is it? The Michael Jordan playing with... The Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Achilles. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Kobe, Kobe went up for a fake. Somebody landed on his shoulder. His right shoulder. You know what? He started shooting left-handed. Didn't come out the game. 
That kind of mentality. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So the average guy? No, the average guy, he doesn't sign up for this. Oh, average average guy's, guys, average guys, street clothes. Average guy wears street, street clothes. He's gonna be in that bed. Yeah. He might still have that cast on. And he may still have a problem walking. The average guy didn't do two days. Yeah. The average guy did one day. He said, I, I quit. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> mentor him well enough, he's at a pinnacle now as to where I feel like he can rock with the fleet DJs. And boy, it's 600 of them. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes, there's a lot of them. And you have to know your craft. Oh, God. You have to know your craft in order to be in that. Listen. <laughs> We're going to pivot to the Major League Baseball. It's coming. It's right around the corner. Oh, now, back in a couple of days. It. And we got to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson integrating the game and Branch Rickey for the Dodgers. At that time, Brooklyn Dodgers taking a chance. I don't know the whole story, but I know the rest of the story kind of a thing. And so seeing the black man now, Jackie Robinson, we're talking about in particular 75 years ago, being brave enough, having the courage to carry the banner for all blacks 75 years ago. So I salute you, Jackie, as we go forward into this new Major League Baseball season. But you know what, Dr. T? I, I'm 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 sort of I'm I'm celebratory. Yes, I am in in reflection. But there were hundreds of Jackie Robinsons playing in the talk to me, teacher. Talk to Jackie me. Robinson was a good, solid Negro League player, but there were some Josh Gibsons. Uh, you, you all know about Satchel Page, but there were some other ball players who didn't get the recognition nor the notoriety. But the first is always going to get the notoriety and the recognition, and they're going to get the historical relevance. But let me just say this: He played for the Kansas City Monarchs. Okay. Okay. Now, my father, your grandfather, played for the Goshen Redwings, and he was a pitcher, left, and. My dad could talk about guys from back in that era. And I asked him, I said, what, what do you think would have happened if you all had been allowed to play against the Yankees and against the Red Sox? And he says, very simply, your granddaddy said, we beat them. He said, so you get one Jackie, we have nine Jackies on our team. <laughs> That's all. That's all. Well, I mean, definitely, it's, it's great achievement, and uh, that just goes to the fact of our history being overshadowed, yeah. and so forth. To celebrate the seventy-five years, and another aspect of that celebration is the Brooklyn Dodgers taking that chance. Yeah. Hence, I love being a Dodger fan. And what's going on with the Dodgers now? Their manager is a black man. So again, how that goes seventy-five years 
you know, look at that. 75 years, that yeah. circle, yeah. that connection between beginning and present, yeah. where the, the Dodger franchise has been consistent. We will take the chances. And we spoke about it a couple weeks ago. Not only have they taken the chances, they rolled dirty with, with Dave Roberts and gave him this extension. And so to see the proud franchise relocate from Brooklyn to L.A., start with the first team to integrate and now be at one that major franchises, to have a black head coach or black manager that is doing a damn thing. I mean, oh, I, the seventy-fifth anniversary of Jackie Robinson. So, so into the league. Yeah. It'd be a great year for the Dodgers to take that championship home. Good point. Good point. I right. like that. Cyclical right. how things work like that. So what I like to do is to break those young kids down and say, look, we're not worried about the pros. We can't control that. Let's make you the best student athletes you can be. And I use this phrase, let's get your house in order. Let's build it. And once you get to the point where now you've got a presentation, now you, as you develop and grow, will be able to command the attention you need to be entertained for, for that level. But I said, most athletes, we knocked that out of the box right yeah. away. We don't even focus on it. Well said. Mm -hmm. Guys, okay, now, we got the NBA playoffs. We're going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to piss this whole panel off. The, the, the Lakers. The Lakers. I got Laker players. I'm listening to a whole lot of sports talk radio, to include this one. You got the great Michael Thompson, who does the radio voice for the Los Angeles Lakers. He said, this is the greatest disappointment. The greatest disappointment in franchise history. You know what? I have to agree with them. Why? He said, somebody said, why? He said, because of all the expectations for this roster. And my co-panelist co co over here was talking about, I don't want to be like the 2004 Lakers where they had Gary Payton and, and uh, uh, Carl Malone. Well, it's worse than that. You got all these high-profile players. You got a high-profile uh, salary cap, and you don't have anything going for the future. This is the worst because you trumpeted this season, this team, a championship team, and I drank the Kool-Aid. You got me, and now I'm out here butt naked. I'm out here bucky naked, and I can't defend myself. So y'all didn't help me out. Worst season in my adult life, and I want y'all to pick up the scraps, put it together next year. I gotta, gotta go Lakers, y'all. Worst season ever. LeBron, we can go blame, we can go blame. We talked the blame game a couple weeks ago. We don't have to go there no more. It's over. I wanna say thank you, it's over. And now I can do my NBA fandom and just watch the game and enjoy myself. Gentlemen, I, I passed the mic. 82 games, wasted my time. I told you all in October, November, or December. You don't get 500, I'm not watching. I'm not doing it. Because again, the expectation is to make the championship and you didn't even make it to the playoffs. It took until the last month of the season to win 30 games. Come on, man. I mean, there's gotta be a level of pride. There's gotta be a level of pride somewhere between those Hall of Famers, those all-star players to take care of their coach and take care of the game of basketball. They disrespected the game of basketball. And they, and they disrespected the name on the front of the doggone jersey. Los Angeles Lakers. So I expect and I would love to see the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers greats 
Continue to admonish them. Continue to let them know yes. this is not a mercenary team. This is not a team where we just sign free agents for a year, win a championship, and do what you do. You're not individual contractors. This is a Los Angeles Lakers. I want to hear it from the Thompsons, the Kareems, the Johnsons, the Coopers, the Worthies. Let them know this is a hot match. Don't do this. If you don't want to come play in my city, don't come. Yes. Don't come. Because as a fan, two years removed from a championship that we just knew that was the start of a dynasty. And you did this. You peed in the bed. And then they had the decency to change the doggone sheets. No one wants to be around that mess. It stinks. Yeah. I, I see poop over here, dog. You yeah. pee and you poop. Well, the problem with, with the peeing in the bed is you don't take ownership for peeing. You blame it on somebody else. I ain't do it, but everybody's wet. <laughs> so let me uh let me let me let me tell you this. Last night I watched that final that that, that game, I said, okay. I'm gonna watch because I'm a fan, but I knew Phoenix was gonna come to play. I have never in my life seen such a lackluster performance. We're talking about professional basketball mm -hmm. players. Mm -hmm. And as a fan and as a Laker fan, you got to have some standards. There's some standards. Laker has a standard. But if you have no standards, I'm telling all of you, every single one of you on that team, you have no standards. It means you stand for nothing. And you know what you all did this year? You all hijacked an entire basketball season. Mm. And I don't like it. We deserve better. Yep. The NBA deserves better. And the legacies that have played for the Lakers down through the years deserve better. You have no standards. That means you stand for nothing. Enjoy the rest of the season watching it from the sideline. So you talk about, and you mentioned it very well, how you upset the basketball gods, you upset the game, you didn't play well, you didn't bring the pride. The same team that shares the same building with you didn't have no Kawhi Leonard. Paul George played only a quarter of the games, and they're still in the playoffs. Why? Ty Lue takes the game very seriously. And the other players, they also, Shaq calls them the others, took it seriously. A LeBron-led AD on the sideline still, it don't matter, you got Westbrook. So something happened where you either lost communication, you lost pride, and or you're unprofessional. I don't know what it is, but we deserve better as fans. And so... You deserve to be on the sideline. But how? Ten teams go to the playoffs. How are you not one of the ten? Ten. Years ago, it was only eight. But ten go. You can, you can backslide. You can do the Michael Jackson move. Or you can moonwalk in and still get in. And you didn't make it. How the? I almost cussed. <laughs> How does that happen? No, let's move on. Let's move on because there's other teams that are moving on. Yeah, and you know what? It's really depressing. Isn't it depressing? <laughs> it's just simply depressing. I watched it last night. They lose by 11. 
10, but they were down by 20. I, I, anyway, like like you were saying, Dr. T. I'm not really living that traumatic experience. This whole season is very traumatic. It's just, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm not going to give them any more credit. I, 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 I'm glad it's the off season for them uh, so that the rest of us can move on with our lives. That's like a very toxic relationship. Uh, I, I tune in because I'm, I'm expecting great results and I put them to shatter my heart. And I, and I say, okay, I'm not going to do it again. It's just like getting that phone call. Oh, I'm not going to answer the call. I'm not going to answer. And then she calls, hello. Hello. And then you get sucked into it again. I get it. I'm done. Something we can't celebrate, though. The Pelicans, which were who were fighting with the Lakers for that, that ninth and tenth seed, the Pelicans without Zion, who has a black hire as a coach, first-year coach, they're in the play-in game. Something to celebrate. Ty Lue, we talked about another brother. Go ahead, Ty Lue. Continue. Continue to do it. Cavaliers, uh, first-year coach, I think, black coach as well. They're in the playoffs on the East, so oh, it's it's good to see Boston. Boston, yeah, Yudoka, go ahead, man. First year as well, and I was praising y'all for the last couple of weeks. So, so uh, the playoffs start actually this week, so I'm going to be tuned in. Um, nine versus ten in the play-in games, eight versus nine, and the losers of those are playing each other. So. I, I, I love the playing game. I know LeBron was talking about whoever made it should be should be fired. No. Better <laughs> not make it to the playing game. <laughs> yeah. There are some people that actually it's excitable for them. You talk about a whole fan base, a whole city, cities, and there's more money generated for the NBA. So I'm not I'm not mad at that at all. So if you guys had to pick today, your NBA champion today. I know we didn't we didn't prep we didn't practice, so we want this to be as organic as possible. If you had to pick your NBA champion today, I start with you, my brother, as we wrap it up. Wow. Ugh. I'm not ooh, okay, so I would definitely say the Suns will represent the Western Conference. Okay. Um but the Eastern Conference, I will go for the Milwaukee Bucks. I believe. Uh, they're defending champs, and they will rise to the occasion. I'm concerned what happened to Seventy Sixers. They were they had a great momentum. Mm-hmm. They make the trade for James Harden, and they just kind of just floated into abyss right now. Right. Uh, I can actually see the Boston Celtics accelerate to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I, I'll, I'll take the defending champs. I'll take the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, and as you get deeper, I'll, I'll go ahead and put my pick out there because, uh, as we all know, I like to play a win bet. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I've watched Phoenix a lot during the season. They're solid. And they have the, the, the enthusiasm, the spirit, they have the leadership. Chris Paul is a great leader and field general. This guy, this guy's a total package. And to compliment him with, with, with uh, you know, Booker and, and all of the help that he has. It's hard in the NBA to repeat. Right. They won't repeat. This is Chris Paul's year. Okay. And I'm going to go with the Suns. All right. So it's up to me. Gentlemen, I like your, t- I like your takes. And they're solid. I can't even argue really against it. But I have a I, – I feel like we're going to go back to the finals that we had last year. We're going to have a Bucks and Suns final. That's what I believe – and I believe the Bucks actually are going to win again because Brooke Lopez 
was hurt for most of this year, and he's back. And he shores up the defensive back end of their – so everybody else can get back to their natural positions. But the Suns look very good. I don't see a weakness with the Suns as long as Chris Paul holds up. They have not a they, – they have – I can go 50-50 with, with them. But my dark horse, y'all, something about those nets. When you got Kyrie and KD, I don't care where they come in. It's not where they start. It's where they finish. And, and, and I listen to Stephen A, and I love Stephen A, and I kind of buy into what he's saying. He said, you've got to score as long as you're playing against them. It's just that the Nets don't defend. That is their problem. They don't defend well. So uh, that's my dark horse. I see the Bucks, Suns, and, and the Bucks repeating. But my dark horse is the Nets coming out of the East. That's my take. This, this, this session has gone very quickly, y'all. And we've had fun. It's not often that I get a chance to share one mic, one camera, one set with two handsome men, knowledgeable men, and smart men that I call family. So this is this is great for me. And so I just want to say thank you for joining us on this ride on Taking to the House. And we'll see you next week. I want to say to my brothers here to my left and to my right, it doesn't get any better than this. And it, it's nothing but love. Nothing but love. Nothing but love. And I want all of you out there to know tonight that it was a pleasure for us to be able to come into your homes and to wherever it is that you are right now. And we want you to continue to, to support us and support this show. Because look, I am the fan and I feel your pain. So I can relate to you. These guys here are experts in their in their given areas. Y'all can relate to them. And what a family, what a family. And you all are just that family. It was great taking it to the house. How good and how pleasant it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. And we've had an opportunity today and we brought it like we always do. And I want to thank you all again for another uh, great episode tuning in with us. Laker fans, it's okay. It's okay. This this time will reset. And just, we're okay. Uh, we got it all season to prepare. We're not going to read anymore. We're just going to go into a little circle. So please, just, just, we're okay. No one's going to any type of the cliffs. To, no, we're okay. That's their issue. They'll fix it. Beyond that, we're going to be great NBA fans and stewards and watch the game. I tell you right now, this is going to be exciting. I, I, I would like to see these predictions be laid out. And please tweet us. Choose a note on Facebook. Tell us what your predictions are. Because it's about that time, baby. The next three months, if your spouse lost you the last six months because of basketball and football, get ready to lose again. Just a little bit. So enjoy it. We love you all. See you all next week. Take it to the house. It's out.